16 minutes past 10. This is In the Zone with me, Vanessa Bourne, and it's time for A Pinch of Salt with Peter Goffwood. And Peter, good morning. Welcome, welcome. Good morning, Vanessa, and welcome to the listeners. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Great to be here on this wintry. Oh, it's a little bit drier today than it was yesterday. Yeah. But uh, still certainly firmly entrenched in the winter. Definitely. When I walked out of the mall yeah, yesterday, I thought the wind was going to take me away, literally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. but this kind of weather, I love the topic for today because last week we spoke about soups and stews, and now you've brought a different element to it. And uh, I did invite listeners to tell me what they think is their favorite um, food, wine, movie. So I've got a couple of them here. But I'm dying to know what your list is. And let's see if uh, some of these make your list. Yeah. Okay, so look, so it it, it is a fairly contentious um, topic because people have their favorites. So I'll qualify my favorites right now and say that the ones I've chosen uh, are my personal favorites uh, because they're, for me, uh, being in the industry, the most um, authentic Uh. in terms of, that they they really do um, depict honestly sort of restaurant proper restaurant situations and and also food the food's been well researched and the kind of kitchen scenes that you see and the prep and stuff that goes on is clearly done by people who uh, they've got proper consultants in so so while we may have some differing as to people's diff- their favorite food movie I've, I've tried to keep my list as authentic uh, 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 food experience as possible um, and, and also because there's a couple of there's a couple of movies on my list that I'm um, that I prefer the originals. There's two, in fact. There's a German one and a Chinese one um, that have been made into um, they've been westernized and turned into American slush movies, which concentrate more on sort of rom-com element to it than the actual food side of things. But we'll get into that. So I think I'll start off with with I think which is which is probably the most obvious. Well, I say it's the most obvious, and it's probably on most people's list, and that's Ratatouille. I think anybody <laughs> who's ever loved a movie about food loves Ratatouille. And, you know, apart from the fact that it's a fantastic animation, it actually is um, a really authentic, in terms of kitchen experience, in terms of the, the brigade of, of, of crazy people that are in there, and also the sort of attention to detail in terms of the food and the terminology and all of that is actually very, very authentic. So while it's a, a, a good lark and a good laugh and, and a fantastic thing to watch, the actual food side of it is very authentic. That, that kind of very classic French kitchen mm. with a sort of hierarchy of, of the brigade and the crazy Frenchman who's running it and the, 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 the criminals or the, 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 the people with dodgy backgrounds you now find themselves in kitchen is, is quite authentic. So <clears throat> that's definitely one of my favorites. Now here's the funny part. Yeah. Is that, that was what my first one that I mentioned. So there we go. That was the first one. And interestingly enough, my son actually said to us recently, did you know that Ratatouille is pretty authentic? And we were like, yeah, yeah, but it's animated. So there you go. It's absolutely yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, sir. I mean, that's one of the things that makes it so watchable is that apart from that it's a fantastic story and and and, uh, and the characters like Linguini and the mm. guys are, are quite watchable, it is pretty true to form, which is which makes it very interesting. Wow. My, my next one is um, a movie I thoroughly enjoyed, and it's um, Julie and Julia, um, which oh, is basically yes. based on a, on a on a true story of a food blogger 
who decided to um, uh, take up um, uh, Julia Child's book, The Mastering of the Art of French Cooking, um, and decided that it, within a year she was going to cook every recipe in the book. So it's, it's two stories that run sort of parallel to each other. It's the story of Julia Child, who was an American um, in the 50s. Um, her husband was a diplomat. Um, and she wanted to learn how to cook. And so she went to the French Cordon Bleu. Not only was she the only woman, but she was also the only American. Um, and the, the book that she did, The Mastering of French Art, of the, the Mastering of the Art of French Cooking, actually changed the way Americans cooked. It was one of the most influential books, cooking books in America in the last 70 years. Um, so that side of the story is actually quite interesting about her experience uh, in, in, in learning how to cook and publishing the book. And then the other side, too, which is great to follow, is, 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 the, is, the, is the food blogger uh, played by Amy Adams, who then decides in a year she's going to cook every single, bo- every single dish um, in, in the book. The interesting thing about it is actually is that um, in, it, it, it's a great idea. Um, in real life, um, um, Julia Charles got to hear, hear about it, and she thought it was the most awful idea she'd ever heard. Um, fortunately, it never played out in the movie, but she was shocked and horrified that someone was going to cook every single dish in this book in one year, um, so, which is which is uh, um, ironic. But a, a movie I found again really, really authentic in terms of the mm. the, the, the foundation of the food and, and 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 what they had to go through to change, and just just the, the food itself was quite interesting because it's it's very old school French cooking, mm. you know, which in this day and age can be uh, some of the dishes are quite dated. So that was really really cool. Um, then the two, the two that I really enjoyed um, that are the foreign ones. Um, the first one is a, is, a, is a movie from Tate. It's called Eat, Drink, Man, Woman. Um, there's an American version of it called Tortilla Soup. Effectively, it's, it's um, a, a story of a father who's a master chef and he's three daughters. And he basically, they tell the story through, through a series of Sunday lunches. The, the three daughters religiously have to go to dad for lunch on Sunday. Um, and he cooks this elaborate um, these elaborate meals, very authentic sort of Chinese food, and you kind of, he lives, he basically lives vicariously, uh, uh, he lives vicariously their lives through the Sunday lunch experience. Um, and again, it's about fantastic food, and the interesting thing is, he's, he's retiring because he's lost his sense of taste. Um, and it's actually the most beautiful, beautiful food, and, and the attention to detail of the food, which is what was quite interesting in his, his kitchen experience, and the fact that one of his daughters is the one that he is the the, 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 the rebel, the, the one that usual story they fight the most because they're most alike, and she wants to be uh, a chef. So that's a great one. It's called Eat, Drink, Man, Woman. And then the other one, which is which is really really good, is a is a German movie called Mostly Martha. <clears throat> now, there's a lame American version. Um, called uh, No Reservations, I think it's called. Is it No Reservations? Uh, yeah. With um, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Um, and, and, and that's a very sanitized version, whereas it's basically a story of a, of a, of a woman who's a, at the top, top of her game, one of the most respected chefs in Germany, um, single and obsessed or married to her, to her kitchen. Um, and her, her her sister uh, and brother-in-law die in a car accident, and basically the the, the, the sort of ten-year-old daughter comes to live with her, and she has to learn how to have a life outside of the kitchen. Um, and um, basically, the owner of the restaurant brings in an assistant for her, an Italian, who is 
the antithesis of her cooking style. He is very much shoots from the hip and very inventive and experimental where she is very, very Germanic and um, structured and disciplined how she cooks and how she prepares food and how she runs her kitchen. And it's obviously how the two of the personalities clash and, and obviously go on to do all sorts of fabulous things. So that, again, a very, very authentic kitchen experience, superb food and, and, and really, really well shot. Um, so those, then I come to probably my, my, my favorites. Um, the first of those is, um, we'll get to the wine movies in a sec, because <laughs> those are probably less authentic than the, than the restaurant movies, but equally enjoyable. The first one is called Chef, uh. Uh, which came out a couple of years ago, and that's the one of the chef who um, it gets, it storms out of the restaurant because he wants to change the food and has a fight with a, with a food critic and decides to take his mate and his son on a sort of road trip um, in, a, in, a, in a food van that they convert. Again, um, really, really authentic food. In fact, a fantastic uh, consultant, uh, Roy, uh, Roy Choi, um, who's a sort of food truck specialist, helped them kit out the whole thing and do it. Wow. In fact, there's one, there's one um, shot in the movie where, they, where he makes his son a grilled cheese sandwich, um, which is probably one of the most... Uh, it, you know, uh, appetizing things. This, this whole bit—he rubs the, 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 the toast on the grill and he flips over the different cheese and he's explaining exactly what's happening in the different kinds of cheese. And it's one of those mouth-watering bits of movie you will ever see, and it's just a grilled cheese sandwich. Mm. Um, but again, the attention to detail and the, and the restaurant scenes are really, really cool. Um, and then the, 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 the other one, which was quite recent, was a movie called Burnt. Yes. And that was with um, Bradley um, Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Uh-huh. Again, um, <laughs> you know, very much sort of delving into that top end Michelin style uh, of, of high pressure kitchens and, and, and reputations being on the line. And also, you know, touching on, on, on elements of, of, of mental stability and, and substance abuse that's, that's common in, in a lot of those high pressure kitchens. Um, and that was, again, quite authentic in the competition between him and his mate and, and the kind of food they were doing and the pressure that's brought to bear when Michelin, uh, Michelin, um, uh, star, um, uh, Michelin inspectors come to visit. So those are, but my top movie and my all-time favorite um, food movie is quite an obscure one, actually. Um, but you can find it on most uh, streaming sites. It's called The Big Night. Now, this is, for me, an all-time favorite. It's a, it's a movie set in the 1950s um, in, in America, in, in New Jersey, and it's the story of two uh, Italian immigrant brothers who basically have set up this all very authentic Italian restaurant, and the restaurant itself is not doing very well. The restaurant is failing. They're just not busy enough. And across the road from them is one of these um, gorish or garish kind of Italian, fake Italian trattorias with gingham tablecloths and Chianti bottles. And they absolutely hate the place, but the place is packed. It's kind of very Americanized Italian food of spaghetti and meatballs and stuff. And these two, bo- the two brothers decide that they have to put on one final banquet um, to, in order to save the restaurant. And that's the big night. And it revolves around the kind of the food that they make and the people they invite. And it really is quite a, a heartwarming sort of story. Again, attention to detail in terms of the restaurant, in terms of the food and, and how he cooks and operates is quite something. And 
Uh, the, the Italian brother is, is very much the prima donna throwing his pots and pans around because <laughs> people are asking for all sorts of the wrong things. They want to know why there isn't a side order of spaghetti with everything, and he's very, very frustrated. <laughs> so, yeah, a very, very well-made movie. And <clears throat> the end sequence, which I won't tell you what it is, but it's actually... It makes the entire movie. The last sort of two minutes of the movie itself is a is a is a is a, is a, is a beautiful end to the film, and it's a kitchen scene that has virtually no um, um, no talking whatsoever, um, and it really makes the entire movie. So those are my those are my my favorite my five favorite um, kitchen films. Um, what was the list? What were the list of the, the people that sent in? Um, well, Ratatouille was one. Um, a good yeah. year. Uh, Chocolat. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, eat, pray, love for the pizza. <laughs> yeah. So those were some of them. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but I, I looked up a couple. There's loads to actually choose from, that's for sure. Yeah, there's hundreds of them. Yeah. I mean, a Good Year is a fantastic wine movie. That was the, A Good Year and Sideways were my two favorite wine movies. Yeah. Those were the ones that were, were kind of, again, quite authentic in terms of the wine experience. A great mm. a story that obviously that unfolded within that made it really interesting. Yeah. Um, but but, but quite authentic in terms of in terms of their use of the wine, which I thought yeah. was. Uh, chocolate was also great. It was a great movie, but it was it was more about chocolate than than. So I was going for more the restaurant experience yes. and the actual as opposed to food, because there are there's, there's hundreds of, there those, of, of of really good movies that are food related. I mean, there's the Bet's Feast. And, um, and a number of them. Yeah. What's the other one with Helen Mirren? Hundred Foot Journey. Um, yes. Hundred Foot Journey. Yeah, Hundred Foot Journey. Yeah, yeah, which I is mean, also that was, that was also a, a, a very much romanticised yes. version of the kitchen, oh. uh, but also most enjoyable. Um, but again, um, yeah, so there were, there's loads of them, and I think this is definitely this is definitely the weekend or the week, in fact, mm. to um, to to go to your yeah, support your local restaurant, get some takeaways, um, and 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 settle down to a great food movie. I think definitely. it's the perfect weather for it. And those of you who still have some wine left. Um, <laughs> Then tuck into that as well. Yeah, I'm giving a very nervous laugh because uh, yeah, the, the the wine is on the low side, so we're on we're sort of rationing it at the moment and finding ways to really you really savor every single mouthful. That's yeah. what I can say. That's for sure. Well, I think. I think one of the things that I thought it was it was it was not a blessing. In this, it, it, it's turned out to be you know that, that sort of silver lining. Mm. I, I've had COVID, and so I've <gasps> been stuck at okay. home uh, oh. with COVID for the last two weeks, um, which is which is I fortunately touch wood. I I, I didn't get a, a really bad symptom, mm. but um, I was quarantined nonetheless. But the, the upside to that, the silver lining to that is I haven't been able to drink anything. Ah. Um, so so my, my wine stocks of, of, uh, are going to last me because they haven't been tucked into. I haven't been able to have any alcohol for the last two weeks. Um, so so I've, I've, I've had a forced saving. And now that, I'm, now that my symptoms are gone and I'm clean or clear, mm-hmm. I now realize that my, 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 what was, would have been a dwindling stocks are now fully uh, ready for me to continue. Because um, I don't think this um, lockdown level four is going to end on Sunday night. No. I think it's going to be... Uh, extended for another couple yeah. of weeks. So, I mean, look, we need to. The numbers are there. I think mm. no one, no one thinks in their right mind that we're going to go back to, to level three or two next week. 
So I think the restrictions are going to remain. I'm of the same opinion, sadly. And I'm sorry to hear that you've had it, but thrilled to hear that you're okay. And uh, I know that there are other people uh, in the restaurant industry who are really sick right now, and uh, we're thinking of them. So thank you so much for that. But I'm pleased. I'm so pleased you're okay. And uh, you can enjoy your wine again, which is awesome. Yes, indeed. And I'm going to revisit a couple of those movies. I must admit, I've seen a few of them uh, on a number of occasions. So I'm, I'm actually going to revisit some of those over the weekend because it just seems like a great idea. No, it seems like a fantastic idea. Peter, it's always great to chat to you. I'm, I'm so hungry right now. And all I have is Provitas with Marmite on to uh, slake <laughs> my, 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 my drool. <laughs> But um, <laughs> but um, I'm going to enjoy them, and uh, I'm going to look forward to what you have for us next week. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, great. Well, excellent, folks. Same time, same place next week. I look forward to it. Um, and may the source be with you until then. Thank you, Peter. Go well. Bye-bye.